welcome to Single Soulmate Podcast. Where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. Memento Mori. So what does that even mean? It's Latin and it is uh, remember that you're going to die or remember you must die, um, depending on which translation you you're listening to. Um, so let's, it, it comes from the, the Stoics or, or Socrates, or it's, it shows up many times in, in European uh, history. And so um, uh, I'm sharing that with you for a couple of reasons. Um, but like you're thinking, okay, remember you're going to die. Like, why are we talking about this on uh, when this is really all about love, right? Going from single to soulmate. Um, and, and I want to share that with you because it's a, uh, a phrase that my, my father-in-law, who just recently passed away, um, would talk about before he got sick or anything like that, um, because it helps you kind of look at your, your life. It was, it was one of the, the kind of like ideals or, or, or kind of like mantras in his life that he, that he lived by is to remember that. And um, uh, the, the reason why I'm bringing it up here is um, it encourages long-term thinking. And, and this is something that I try to do with our, our videos, with our podcasts, with all of our programs, of course, is to, to think long-term about uh, your life, what matters, all things like that. You see, most people are, are very busy with day-to-day things in, in life, um, and they're not thinking about 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years from now, other than just kind of vague wishes and uh, kind of dreams that are a little bit more... Um, uh, so vague as to be just like, you know, childhood dreams, but not really something that you're going toward. And um, the reason why this, this matters so much here is uh, I, I want you to, to consider thinking about 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, um, how, how are you going to die? Because we're all going to die, right? Memento mori. Remember, you're going to die. Um, not to be morbid or anything like that, but it's true, right? Um, and so how do you want to die with, with loved ones around, uh, with, with kids to take care of you, uh, with a, a, a husband to treat you tenderly, and um, no matter how old you get, uh, to continue to tell you that you're beautiful because that's really who he sees in you. Um, Laura and I have been together um, uh uh, 23 years, married 22 years. And, um, you know, she's still just as beautiful as when I first met her. Now we're a little older, a little grayer, a little puffier. Um, but she's still just as beautiful. And, and I used to think when I would see very old people, like we're in our fifties, so I don't think of us as very old, right? Um, but very old people, and the the guy would say, "Isn't she beautiful?" And I think, God, you're like ninety years old. You guys are, you know, hunched over, wrinkled, whatever. But I I understand now, not that we're that old, but I understand now what uh, those sentiments are, which is you're seeing the person in their soul. You're seeing the sparkle in their eye. And so are you going to have somebody who sees that sparkle in your eye? Are you going to be with someone? Are you going to be with a man who sees you as beautiful no matter how gray or puffy or wrinkled you get? Um, 
or are you going to die alone? You know, memento mori. You're going to die. Are you going to die alone? Are you going to die alone with the regrets that so many people uh, die with? With the idea of, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have whatever the thing is. And um, too many people get caught up in the day-to-day, just paying the bills um, and and having uh, a career-centered life. Now, no one's saying don't have a career, but when you have a career-centered life, uh, you miss out on life. Uh, I can't tell you how many clients uh, come to us and they miss out on the opportunity to have children uh, of their own, like biological children, uh, because they were just so focused on their career, getting the next promotion, getting the next um, you know, car or house or whatever the thing was. Um, they're so focused on that, they kind of like, whoops, I forgot to you know, find a husband, prioritize true love, marriage, family. Um, now, the good news is, that if that's you, that doesn't mean that you have to miss out on having children, maybe not your own biologically. Um, we have plenty of clients that are, we have one that I'm thinking of now who was uh, an accountant, now she's a professor. Well, she is uh, a bonus mom to three lovely girls and um, she just never had thought that that would be possible. Um, and we have other clients that are become bonus moms um, and there's other ways obviously of having having uh, children. but. Um, uh, but when you have a career-centered life, uh, you get caught up in things that are not going to be with you at the end, not going to be with you, right? Your career is not going to hold your hand when you're feeling sick. Your career is not going to bring you soup when you've got the flu. Um, your career is not going to do the things that are keeping it. They're not gonna, it's, it's not going to solve the problems and, and the, the angst that you have about your future of of living alone or dying alone, that your career is not going to do anything for that. It will help you cover up the, the emptiness that you may feel from that. You know, you can have nice cars, go on nice vacations, all that. It'll help you cover that up, wear the nice clothes, all that type of stuff. Um, but when you're home alone at night and it's, you know, midnight and you're having trouble falling asleep because you're thinking about your future 10, 20, 50 years from now, there, there, nothing about your career is going to help you with that. And, and it sounds like I'm saying don't have a career, and I'm not. I'm just saying if you have a career-centered life, uh, I know I remember one client who came to us, and she, 10 times her income, she, I don't know what the word is, she 10 x her income, you know, double, triple, quadruple, but I don't know what the word is for 10. Anyway, she, she 10 x her income, in working with us because uh, everything that we do is about strengthening who you are, your your self-love, but also your ability to relate. Uh, so many women nowadays, uh, and men, by the way, women and men, but just in our society in general, um, uh, healthy communication and healthy masculine-feminine dynamics is being obliterated, and, and, and most men and women are not skilled in healthy masculine feminine dynamics conversational patterns um, but anyway so this woman uh, 10x her income in working with us she's a business owner and um, now she's happily married because you know our stuff works so now she's happily married uh, has a baby and um, and I gotta say she she has said it herself she's making way less money than ever before 
because she's taking care of her baby and she's prioritizing her relationship, but she's richer than ever. So uh, you think that all this focus on work, uh, not prioritizing and investing time, energy, and yes, money in, in, in learning about yourself, in learning about masculine feminine dynamics, in, in understanding how to guide conversations, in understanding how to flip the masculinity switch that most men have and most women are not, uh, are not flipping, they don't even know that it exists, um, in, in being what we call the REN, the relationship establisher and navigator, which you are anyway. It's just that it's like some people, some, some women, uh, most women actually are like driving the car with blindfolds on and not even realizing that they're driving the car. Like how does a relationship end up in a certain place? Because you drove it in that place, but you just don't know how you're doing that. So you think uh, that you're, that all this focus on, on work, your career, your bills, not prioritizing, investing time, energy, and money in masculine feminine dynamics, in learning how to be an effective relationship establisher and navigator, um, uh, basically all the stuff that our, our programs have uh, that, that teach our clients so that they have not only the, the mentoring and the coaching and the lessons, but they have practices, they have principles, they have tools that guide them uh, because we give them a, a, a customized path and a plan to, uh, to, to really transform their lives. Um, but you, you think that you're, you're, you're saving time, you think you're saving money, but in fact, uh, while our clients are thriving, um, it's costing you more to stay single than if you were investing the time, the energy, the money in learning how to not be single. Because being single costs you more money than being in a relationship where you're sharing costs. This is just like numbers, right? Um, just think about your apartment or home, right? You own that home but probably more than one person could live there, right? So your housing costs would instantly, obviously you're not just gonna get married to somebody for the financial reasons, but I'm just pointing out one really obvious example um, of where it's costing you more money to just live as a single person. And so the idea that somehow investing in, a, in the tuition for programs like ours is costing you money, no, it actually saves you money. And our clients say that again and again, they see it uh, uh, in their lives. Um, but more importantly than the fact that it's just costing you more to live every month, every year as a single person and put off prioritizing true love, marriage, and family, but the most important thing that it's costing you is time. Time. You see, because time is, is not a renewable resource. Money replenishes but time is not a renewable resource. So if you make $50,000, $100,000 this year, um, chances are you're gonna make $50,000, $100,000, $300,000 next year. And you know what? That money that you get in a year won't take anything away from the money that you made last year. But you know what? If you waste more months and years what happens is you lose precious time. Like Laura and I, I mentioned before, um, I've been together 23 years. Um, and we're, you know, we're in our 50s, so we're talking about um, you know, another 30, 40, 50 years together. And it already feels like not, not enough time. Even though we've been together for 22 years, because we just 
I just love her so much. I love being with her. I love spending time with her. She is um, just the, the center of my universe, the love of my life. And so uh, the idea that I would waste precious time and not get to her as quickly as possible um, is, is just, it doesn't make sense. And the, there's this idea that, well, if I do it on my own, then it's, it's better. It's like, th there's no like extra, none of our clients who are happily married ever have suggested anything. It's not like they're at their, you know, like standing there on their wedding day, right? Like she's in her beautiful gown or her, uh, you know, maids of honor there. She's like, well, it's not that special of a wedding because, you know, I had these coaches, they helped me, I had this community that, that, that you know, helped me not get down and feel so lonely. Um, I had, had people guiding me every step of the way to make sure I didn't self-sabotage and screw it up myself. It's, it's, I, don't, I don't know if this wedding is really as special because of that, right? That's bananas, right? Of course it's special because you got the right person for you. So you get no extra like trophy for doing it on your own. But I'll tell you what, if you look statistically speaking, the chances of you doing it on your own are diminishing every year. Why is that? The same reason that you, you see that dating now is difficult. There's all kinds of competing messages. There's all kinds of distractions between the apps and the, 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 the you know, porn and just all kinds of things. People working like crazy and all this type of stuff. All of the, the, the discord in our society and, and the, the animosity between the sexes, right? Men and women are almost like at each other's throats. And so you're, uh, so, so the amount of good guys you're meeting now is going down, isn't it? The amount of good guys that you're meeting every year you get older is going down. Why? Because they're marrying women like our clients. And so there's less of them on the market. So what do you think is gonna be the case two years from now? There's going to be less of these good guys on the market, so to speak, right? And that animosity, that way of being, like we teach our clients specific ways of, of conversational patterns so that, um, so that they uh, bring out the best in the man and bring out the best in themselves. So healthy masculine feminine dynamics shows up in conversation, shows up in dating, and most women, the way they're, they're dating is repelling healthy masculine men and drawing in knuckleheads, jerks, low ambition guys, uh, and then training that man to continue being that way. That's, that's, that's just what's happening. You see it, right? You see and you can feel the frustration that you're having, that your girlfriends are having. And, um, but that's not what's happening in our community. Our ladies are having the experience of um god i have so many i have to like turn down good dates because i just have you know we teach a whole process of how to do your online dating profile that makes you magnetic to high quality men and uh and the the most common thing that we hear is just there's just too many good men to even like I remember one woman who said i haven't had this many quality uh, conversations deep insightful you know, uh, with quality men in 20 years, and I've had it in, in the last two months, or it was like two weeks, I remember when she was saying that. She was just in the last two weeks, I've had 
three different guys have, who are high-quality men and had deep conversations with them. Now, you know, what's going to happen, whether we're going to get married and all that, whatever. But just having deep, quality conversation. Because when you learn how to, number one, on online dating profiles, learn how to actually attract in the right guys and stop inviting in the knuckleheads and repelling out the good guys. Um, and and uh, almost every profile that we see before coming to us is, is that, the norm in profiles. Even when they give you the guidance of things like that, it's off base that because you got to remember <coughs> the online dating sites they do want you to meet somebody but mostly they want you to stay on that online dating site um, so can you really trust their advice about how to do your profile how to do the dating they don't they, they have their their interests are actually opposite of your interests you're trying to get on the online dating site and then get off and never deal with it again right um, so anyway, um, you got to remember that time is precious. Money replenishes, uh, careers shift, uh, but time is non-renewable and, 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 and love matters most. Uh, memento mori. Remember that you're going to die or remember that you must die. So I hope today's uh, episode is not too much of a downer, but I just want to encourage you to take a long range view and, and really think about what you want. Do you want true love? Do you want marriage? Do you want family? And where's that going to take you? What are you looking for 10, 20, 30, 40 years? Do you have a child or children and you'd like to have him or her or them uh, have a father in the home that they can look up to and respect and start to actually see um, healthy masculine feminine dynamics, see a man and a woman who are in a relationship. One of the reasons why I said that um, every year that goes by, the chances of you're doing this on your own goes down and down. Uh, part of it is just upbringing. Most of us in this generation now, I'm talking about in your 30s, 40s, 50s, um, your, most people are coming from a, a divorced household and a lot of people more than ever have been raised by single moms. And so what does that mean? That means they literally haven't even seen healthy masculine feminine. They literally haven't even seen a couple together. So it's very difficult to step into that. One of the things our clients really appreciate uh, about us is not only that they have uh, me and Lara as a uh, healthy, committed, high-functioning, um, passionate man and woman uh, relationship to kind of like model in, in their own way. <coughs> And our love coaches are former clients who are now happily married women who talk about their marriages and, and everything. Um, but they actually can see uh, and hear and ask questions about things that you wouldn't know where to ask. And you can only Google so much. You need actual human connection, you know. Um, and you don't want to ask your fellow single girlfriends about how to solve the problem that they haven't solved themselves, like, right? Everybody's just the blind leading the blind. It's just guessing stuff. Um, and so um, remembering that love matters and remembering that you're going to die and do you want to die alone is, um, is something that, again, the, the Stoic uh, philosophy and the you know, great thinkers like Socrates talked about um, in that it gives you a... A, a realistic perspective about your life and helps you, you know, to use another Latin phrase, carpe diem, seize the day, because 
um, death is going to come sooner than uh, any of us really, you know, wish for, want for, uh, expect. Uh, I'm not wishing anything bad on you or anything like that. I'm just saying that that um, that's what I've seen from people at the end of their lives of like, wow, this went this went quick, you know. And you don't want to be dying with uh, with regrets. You want to be able to look back on your life, look at the family that you've uh, cultivated and, and raised and, and had, the spouse, the love that you shared. You want to be able to look back on that and say, um, you know, that you have a lot to be proud of, a lot to be grateful for. Um, and that's a good way to be every day, have a lot to be proud of, a lot to be grateful for. Um, and... Um, and you can have more to be grateful for. I hope that you're grateful for whatever it is, your career, your house, your car, your money in the bank, the 401k, the, the, all those different things. But um, to be grateful for the love that you have in your life takes gratitude to, gratitude to a whole other level. Uh, our clients say that all the time. Um, and yeah, and I hope you want that for yourself. We certainly want that for you, but we can't want it for you more than you want it for you. So thanks for joining me today on today's uh, episode. And like I said, I hope it's not too much of a downer, but I hope it does give you some perspective on, you know, long-term uh, thinking there. All right. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're a single professional woman who wants your success in your love life to match your success in your career, and you're looking to get crystal clear right now about why true love hasn't been knocking on your door and how to have that happen sooner rather than later. Like, not literally, though. That would be weird. But I hope you know what I'm saying. Anyway, you're going to want to book a call, a love breakthrough clarity call right now with my dear wife, Dr. Lara. Yes, Lara herself will get on the phone or Skype with you one-on-one -on -one to assess exactly what's been holding you back in love what it is you really want, and how to get there as quickly as possible. Just go to singletosoulmate.com forward slash call to book a call. That's singletosoulmate.com forward slash call for a free love breakthrough clarity call that is for you if and only if you're a single professional woman who is as serious about her love life right now as you've been about getting your degree or your career success. So again, that's singletosoulmate.com forward slash call to book your life-changing love breakthrough clarity call right away.